Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Israel Adesanya, who defeated Jared Cannonier at UFC 276. And with this win, he has successfully defended his UFC middleweight championship five times. And the fight itself was fairly one-sided. Jared was unable to do much in this fight, and Israel spent most of the time just on the outside picking him apart. And at times he would rush in with offense of his own. But despite Despite this one-sided performance, many people have been saying that this fight was boring. And I feel like that's been the narrative of Israel's fights as of recent. Aside from his earlier performances, knocking out Robert Whitaker to win the belt and finishing Paulo Costa at UFC 253, his other fights haven't been that very entertaining. And this has nothing to do with finishing the fight or winning by decision because Israel has had entertaining fights that went all five rounds. Now I'm not going to to discredit him for his recent fights because he's been doing a good job. He's very technical in these fights and if anything he's fighting very smart. So from his perspective he's doing everything right. He's winning the fight and he's not taking too much damage. And that's important especially when you're the champion because you don't want to lose that belt and not make that championship money. And in terms of his health and longevity as a champion not taking too much damage in these title defenses is honestly the smartest way to go. As entertainment as his war against Kelvin Gastelum was, he can't keep getting himself into those types of fights just for the sake of entertaining the fans. And going for the finish is easier said than done since there's always a risk that a fighter could get caught. Because in the end of the day, Jared Cannonier is a dangerous fighter. If Israel overcommitted, he could have gotten caught. Same thing with Robert Whitaker when they fought for a second time. Was that fight boring? Not necessarily, but it wasn't the most exciting fight. Regardless, I understand why Israel fought the way he did in his second fight against Robert. Robert is very dangerous, and if you give him any openings, it's over. Same thing could be said about Israel's performance against Marvin Vittori in their second fight. Many people called that fight boring too. But once again, it's dangerous for Israel to rush in and expose himself. And I could say the same about the Yoel Romero fight. All these fights were not that very entertaining, but Israel did what he had to do to get the job done. And I can't hate him for that because, like I said, this affects the money that he makes. Him taking risks and putting on entertaining performances is great for his legacy, but when it comes to the money he makes, fighting the way he does right now is understandable. And if anything, it's impressive to see him win fight after fight without taking too much damage. And look, in the end of the day, as much as people are blaming Israel for these boring fights, we also have to blame his opponents. Jared Cannonier was unable to bring the fight to him. Robert Whitaker in their second fight, although he made it competitive, even that fight, I just kind of saw it as Israel was doing enough just to stay a step ahead. And even Marvin, Marvin did nothing against Israel in their second fight. Same could be said about Yoel Romero. So as much criticism as Israel is getting for these performances, we also have to put some of the blame on his opponents. In the end of the day, it takes two to tango. But the reason I feel like Israel is getting most of the blame for these boring fights is because he's the champion. He's the guy who's winning these fights and trying to grow his career. And as impressive as it is to beat these high-level fighters time and time again, we can also admit that sometimes it's not the most entertaining. And that becomes very noticeable when we have other champions like Alexander Volkanovsky putting on statement performances like he did on the same card, which is something that Israel can do and has done before. And because of that, I could see why it makes people say that Israel 
has been playing it safe in his recent fights, especially against someone like Jared Cannonier, who, don't get me wrong, is a great fighter, but I think many expected Israel to beat him. And when a fight has this narrative, people are tuning in to see how the fighter is going to win. And back to Volkanovski as an example, he was in a similar situation when he fought the Korean Zombie. Many expected him to win that fight, but he put on a performance that was way more than just getting by with the win. He made a huge statement, and I think people were hoping for the same to happen with Izzy against Jared. But that didn't happen because Israel has changed the way he approaches fights. Now he's more of a defensive fighter. So if his opponent doesn't bring the fight to him, he is content with staying on the outside and just attacking from there. Because rarely anymore does he pressure his opponents and attack with his own offense. It's just too much of a risk. So as much as I could appreciate the technicality of his fighting and the fight IQ he displays to win these fights, I could also say that it doesn't entertain me. And I feel like I can understand that more than most people because I'm a huge fan of George St. Pierre. And similar to Israel, he had a lot of performances that people were regarding as boring. Because I can definitely agree that GSP did a lot of point fighting. And because of that, many were saying that he was just doing enough to win. He wasn't doing anything to try to finish the fight or put on a spectacular performance. He was content with winning the fight and doing so without taking too much damage. Very similar to Israel Adesanya right now. And look, I loved GSP, my favorite fighter of all time, but I definitely could agree with people who regarded him as boring because at times it definitely did get boring. As impressive as their skills are, sometimes it doesn't translate to entertainment. So that's why I feel like I could understand and relate to Israel's situation. A very dominant champion, but in the end of the day, he's not providing that entertainment value in the cage. And that's important when you're headlining pay-per-view cards, because I get that there's other fights on the cards that people are looking forward to, but the main event is the one that ties it all up together. And when you have a bad main event, it almost ruins the card, even when the rest of the card was really good. And that's what UFC 276 was. It was a really good card, but I feel like a lot of people are not going to remember it as a great one because of the boring main event. And boring main events hit even harder because it's the end of the night and most people are tired and or intoxicated. So if Israel keeps fighting like this, yes, it's beneficial to him in regards to winning fights and not taking too much damage, but it definitely affects his popularity big time. Because I've been seeing online so many people saying that I'm not going to buy another Israel pay-per-view card. And to be honest with how his three last fights went, I can see that being the case for some people. And it's crazy because I feel like Israel is doing everything right in regards to entertaining his fans outside of the cage. His YouTube page is awesome. His walkouts are awesome. His presence is awesome as well. I love how he's authentically himself, whether people like it or not. And overall, I think he's well-spoken about a lot of things. Now, there's a big difference between being well-spoken and being a good trash talker. And I gotta admit, Israel is not that great at trash talking. He is a guy who always tries to sneak in a clever one-liner, but when he does do it, it just lands flat most of the time. And specifically what I'm talking about in this instance is the Elsa line. Just absolutely horrible. I don't know why he thought that was good. I don't know how many times he practiced that, but it's just so bad. Not only when he did it in the pre-fight press conference, but also in his post-fight interview. It's like, you use that line twice? Did you see the comments from the people after the pre-fight press conference? But I think what makes his trash talk 
talk bad is that aside from just winning, he's not backing it up. Before this fight, he says he wants to show off. He doesn't care about wins or losses. He wants to just fight and put on entertaining performances, claiming that he's gonna put on a show and finish his opponent. And even this fight with Jared, I feel like many expected a fun performance from Israel because he kept going off about being motivated to face a new name. But of course, it was the same as his last few performances. Everything he says before his fights is the complete opposite that happens in his fights. And I think that's a huge difference between him and these other champions who people consider as boring. GSP was never hyping himself up like this before fights, saying, I'm going to knock him out. I'm going to finish him. I'm going to destroy him. I'm going to show off. He just fought and whatever you got, you got. And some people were disappointed, but it's like, you know what? Hey, it is what it is. It's not like he made any empty promises. He didn't sell us any wolf tickets. Knowing what you've seen in previous GSP title defenses, this should have been expected. So hey, it is what it is. But Israel Adesanya is completely playing it as you gotta tune into my fight. It's gonna be amazing. And he's simply selling wolf tickets, which isn't an issue whatsoever. A lot of fighters do that. But if you're doing it to a degree where it's a huge contrast between what you say and what you actually do, people are not going to be happy about it, especially when they're paying a lot of money to see you headline a pay-per-view card. He's simply hyping himself way too much before his fights and because of this, the fans are left underwhelmed when it's over. So what Israel is doing right now will definitely impact his popularity and his overall legacy as a fighter because it seems like he's on the cusp of superstardom, but then he fights like how he did against Jared and that holds him back. But you know me, I always say money and health is way more important than legacy, which is why I don't blame Israel for fighting the way he does in order to remain as champion and keep making that big money. He's fighting for himself and I can't hate on that. And look, in the end, what really matters is getting that win because even though George St. Pierre has won many boring fights, he is still regarded as the greatest by many. And I feel like Israel's longevity as a champion will be more respected in the future when his career is over. But at the same time, I can also admit that some of his fights are not fun to watch. And because of it, many people will not be inclined to see him fight like they did before. But I also think there's going to be a lot of people saying this, but when it comes to Israel's next fight, they're going to tune in, especially with his next opponent being Alex Pereira. Because let's admit, it's a very intriguing one due to their history together back in their kickboxing days. Alex defeated Israel twice, one of them being a brutal knockout. And the entire reason the UFC signed Alex was to make this fight happen. So this is a very intriguing matchup because not only is it a new face for Israel and MMA, but it's also someone who has something huge against him and who knows how that's going to affect Israel mentally. But I do know it's a fight that many people are interested about and whether you love or hate Israel, you're definitely going to want to tune in. If you love him, you're going to hope that he avenges those two kickboxing defeats to Alex by defeating him on the biggest stage in MMA. But if you hate him, then you'd be looking forward to him losing to Alex. So either way, it's a win-win scenario for Israel. And if anything, I say he leans more towards being the villain, being the bad guy, talking trash about his opponents, about the fans, dropping those cringy one-liners. Doing this will get a lot of people against him. And like they say, there's no such thing as bad publicity. If he leans more towards it, it's only going to benefit him. And so far, it looks like that's what he's been doing. And he seemed very unapologetic during his post-fight 
Dynamite interview, saying that he had an off night but still f***ed up Jared. And understandably, this fueled more hatred towards him. But honestly, I think that's a good move, whether it was intentional or not. Because if he's going to continue fighting like the way he has been as of recent, then he's only going to receive more hate. So if that's the case, might as well double down and get comfortable as the heel. Regardless of his most recent fights not being the most entertaining, Israel is still an incredible fighter. And hopefully when we look back at his career 10 years from now, we would at least appreciate his longevity at the top of 185, especially during a time where being a longtime champion is not as common as before. And hey, if Israel is fighting safe because he wants to win fights without taking too much damage, then all the power to him. And yes, from a fan perspective, it may be dull, but for Israel Adesanya, this is the best way to do it. But at the same time, he should realize that not everyone is going to enjoy it. But what do you think? Is Israel Adesanya a boring fighter? And how do you think his next fight against Alex Pereira will go? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.